Here we are with the uh, Alabama LSU watch along. We catch up the game at uh, 6.46 of the first quarter. LSU up 7-0. It's been an interesting game. LSU does not look intimidated at all. Gary Danielson, the color analyst of the game, uh, is really all over the place. I see Alabama committing a lot of offsides on defense, but they're not being called. They're not being um, flagged for it. And I wonder if they either have the cadence of LSU or um, referees are, are not catching it, letting them get away with it. Third and 17 right now, big moment in the game. Alabama just had an interception taken away for too many men on the field. Now, the quarterback could have been trying to take a shot and know that they had no, um, they had all those guys on the field. And then he just threw the ball up. But uh, right now, LSU, this is a good momentum. Not bad, not bad run by Joe Burrow. He looks a lot more comfortable. He's got, he's throwing the ball a lot better also. Um, the Alabama defense got a lot of athletes, got a lot of power. They're not what they used to be. Oh, another face mask that wasn't called. Well, it's a big. These are big. These are big points for LSU. You gotta score points when they're given to you. This is a. This is a forty-yard, forty-yard attempt, and you gotta make this. There you go, 10-0. What I like about this game is this game is not even close to being over. Like, there's no significant momentum or anything. Tua, he looks like he's pressing. His ankle is keeping him one-dimensional. And uh, I, I would like to see what happens later on as they make the adjustments. But right now, 10-0 uh, LSU. The Alabama has had some issues. Uh, just a freak fumble by Tua early while they were driving. I actually just turned the game on at that point. Then a bad uh, a bad hold, uh, a bad snap from the punter. I mean, a bad catch from the punter. And then uh, um, the too many men on the field that negated the interception. But like I said, that interception was more because the quarterback knew that there was something going on. And... Uh, he took it, you know, he took that shot because he knew he had the penalty. I believe Donaldson just does too much. He does too much, too much overanalyzing the game. You know, a lot of times where the game just calls for itself. The game just, um, it, 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 it has its own, it has its own, it's at its, it has its own life. Tua's ankle is... Wrapped up heavily. It's got, he's got a sleeve on his leg, and then he's got uh, tape over his shoes. Uh, it's uh, he just had surgery several weeks ago. He doesn't look like he's, he's definitely not the same. 
But this is the thing about Tua, too, because this whole year, a lot of his games is dink and dunk, and then the wide receivers go 100 yards. He doesn't really throw the ball in rhythm, doesn't throw the ball past several, past 15, 20, 25 yards. They changed his whole, whole offense. He's got a strong arm, but a lot of the times you see him succeed, it's always with, it's always with these little screen plays or these little crossing patterns, and they go a long way. The wide receiver goes a long way. One thing I've said for years, I said this for years, against big-time defenses, against super athletes, they have a lot of confidence. What they do is they think that you're not going to go in the middle of the field. If you can somehow establish the run, even even attack, even attack the edges with the run, don't be scared. Just go ahead and attack the edges and allow the defense to get this false confidence so then you can hit over the middle of the field. That's where you, that's where you beat really aggressive defenses. That's one thing in all football games, the middle of the field, where the linebacker or the middle linebacker is right behind him, it's usually always open. Now there'll be a zone and there'll be They'll, they'll change up some looks sometimes, especially in the higher level of football. But it's always open. That's why I like a 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", tall quarterback, 230 pounds, 225 pounds, that can look over the middle because that's a big deal. And even moving the quarterback, if he's a smaller quarterback, move him out of the pocket. So then that way, you can see over the middle of the field because the big nasties, they're in the way, and you can't see that. And there might be a defender just parked there, disguising a zone, and you throw the ball right at them. The thing that I find remarkable is not a lot of teams do that. And you see the better teams, the better offensive teams, even the better offensive quarterbacks, they attack the middle of the field. And it doesn't have to be like precise, precision throwing. It just could be, you know, throwing a guy open, throwing a receiver open. This right here is what my wife loves, where they show the injury and how they fix this injury. So, so they got screws. So they put these screws in the ankle so the ligaments don't move. Yeah, this is a major, that's a major procedure. They Basically, these are wires that stable your ankle and it allows the ligaments to uh, to heal on its own, but without the damage. I mean, I'm sure he's going through some pain, and there's been several times where that ankle has rolled, so those wires have been stretched. And they're going through his bones with those wires. Wow. They say he's a six, three to six month recovery. It, there must be something else, because if it's a three to six month recovery, he's moving fine. And he, he's got to be in pain. Now, you know, he just he doesn't show it. But now that procedure looks like looks like a, a medical marvel. But he's able to play. I mean, I don't know if he's much effective, but he's able to play. Ed Ogeron, the LSU head coach. Hey, brother, what do you got to do? Hey, yo, go Tigers. Go Tigers. He's great. Love the guy. Oh, face mask. 
Oh, this kid waddles pretty fast. Well, there he goes. Oh, he's got a convoy. You ain't catching him. Wow. You gotta hit him. You gotta tackle him. Big time play. Oh, you gotta go tackle him. You gotta get down. You gotta get down there. We gotta go tackle him. I can just hear. I can just hear Coach Ogeron. Come on, boy. You gotta get him. Gotta get him going. Gotta get him going. 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 Let's go out. Come on out. Come on. Come on out. That shit just hurts my throat. <laughs> I can't imagine, man. Jalen Waddle. I feel like I feel like Alabama defense cannot stop LSU. The early thing that I see is Alabama's defense is having a lot of problem with LSU. And that, I don't know what that will do, but that's giving a lot of confidence to LSU. Wide open. Man, not, nobody buy him. Nobody buy this guy for about 15 yards each way. Wide open. In the middle of the field. We got four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven guys on. Look at this. They have no idea what they're doing. That was the easiest touchdown I've ever seen in big time college football. Yeah. This ain't gonna be no cakewalk for Bama. Definitely a four-quarter game, and they need some. They need some help. Now there goes one. Special teams is Alabama's keeping this game close. That's what's going to be needed. That's what's going to be needed in this game. Coach Ogeron looks like he's uh putting work in the gym. Feeling. It's got to be such a great feeling to be able to score that easy whenever you want. Is Jennifer Aniston on the sideline? In college and in the pros, the um, officials are not turning, overturning anything close. Now, it'll be interesting to see in the playoffs in the NFL if they come out and start changing calls and start and start making those changes in those replays. LSU is trying to allow Alabama right back into this game. And that's the only way Alabama gets back in this game is if they cough up the ball, they make mistakes, they commit penalties, and special teams. They allowed it to go delay a game. What kind of, what was that about? How can you go delay a game, Burl? Come on. Awareness. Horrible. Loss of opportunity. President Bush is at the game. And I didn't see it. They were just talking about it on announcing. That he got a standing ovation. Fucking Alabama. 
Oh, goodness. You know, the funny thing is he gets booed to smithereens over in Washington when he was at the World Series. He gets a standing ovation down in Alabama. He's more like the people in Washington than he is the people in Alabama. <laughs> so here goes LSU, allowing Alabama right back in the game. Allowing them to do big plays, not being prepared, lazy, not mentally not being sound. This is what I'm saying. This is what I've been talking about. You allow these guys right back into this game. They have to go 90 yards, and they do it in three plays, four plays. You have to get better. You have to be better. If you want to beat the likes of Alabama, you have to be better. And you're in their home stadium. So you know that they're going to get a car or two that are going to change the game. They got momentum now, even though they missed the extra point. You have to be better if you're LSU. The quarterback is 10 for 10. That is what you have to do. He's 10 for 10 passing. They're showing the replay. Oh, wow. That, that's on the bench. That's on the bench. That's ridiculous, man. Oh, man. Whoever was on the bench saying something, they did them, they did them bogus there. Eleven for eleven is the kid. One of these, one of these plays where the man comes in motion and they snap the ball right before the motion man passes the center. That's gonna go wrong one day, or one play. That's gonna go wrong. Nice move. Good job. Twelve for twelve. Wow. I'll tell you straight up. I'll tell you straight up. To me, Alabama has got a bunch of studs, bunch of stars, and they make their schedule fit the way they play. And not to say that they're not great. I think Alabama is wonderful. I think they're, they've been eight years in a row recruiting national champs. This is how you win championships. A nice play by the receiver there. Great route. They were going to go back shoulder, cut it off, came back. Good job, Chase. That guy's a legit, legit wide receiver. He's seen that he was covered, and he came back to the quarterback. Nice job. But anyway, Alabama's that. But to me, Tua, Tua Tonga-Vailoa is overrated. He does not read defenses. He throws the ball five yards and seven yards and eight yards, and, they, and those wide receivers are gone. Oh, he had the guy wide open. And uh, he missed through that ball. But that's what I think. Tua had a coming out party. He did well in that national championship replacing Jalen Hurts, which actually benched Jalen Hurts. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. No call. Man, oh, man. There it goes. The officials, you get the officials into the game, this is what's going to happen. But uh, this is why, this is why I'm, I'm, I'm not against Bama, but... I want to see them go against adversity. That's what I want to see. I want to see how Alabama reacts to adversity. And they're doing well. 
Two was doing well. He got that ankle procedure, comes back, plays the game, gets rattled. He's been knocked down several times. Um, not sacked, but knocked down. And he comes back, scores a touchdown. You know, they're down three, but again, here goes the officials <clears throat> throwing flags. This is the this is the danger when you're LSU and you're coming into this environment. Man, you know what? That rule has to be explained better. Has to be explained better. They're showing the replay right now. This, the, 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 the thing is, is they're not covered up. They're standing up. That's what I don't understand. Those receivers are standing up. They would be covered if they were down like a tight end next to the line. Then they got to take a step back behind the line of scrimmage. I don't understand. They're standing up. They're no longer covered. I mean, come on. You take one yard behind it, they're in the backfield. They're not covered. The one that would be covered would be the tight end. Alignment is covered. Throw the ball away, kid. Don't hang on to it. Throw the ball away. Alabama getting gifts. They're getting gifts. One thing I wonder is why, why do more teams just run similar plays or same plays more often? For example, you have two or three plays that are always working. Why not continue to do that? Why not continue to run those plays? Like if you got a screen or if you got a wide receiver slant on one side, run it on the other side. Well, big field goal there. But why don't you, so if you got three plays that are getting you yards and getting your wide receivers open, why don't you run those things again? Why do you got to run one play and then scrap it? Run the same play, change up the formation, flip it on the other side. I don't understand. You can easily run three or four plays with like 25 different formations, but they're the same plays, same routes by, by wide receivers, same blocking schemes, um, even same running plays out of different formations. I don't get it. I don't get it. They're so effective. You get guys wide open. Why won't you keep on doing that until they stop you? It's like a pitcher. If you got that outside corner, you're going to keep on hitting that outside corner until the umpire doesn't give it to you no more. Or until the batter makes an adjustment and either gets a good swing on it or makes hard contact somewhere. Then you're going to go and not use that as your bread and butter pitch. I don't get what offenses are doing. Moss is a tight end for LSU. I did not know that. But there's this interesting play where he stepped out of bounds and then comes back to reestablish, but he necessarily doesn't reestablish. His toe, his left toe hits. But it's not like he's reestablishing back into the field of play before he touches the ball for a catch. They confirm it on replay. I don't understand that at all. I don't get that at all. I at least say that it was like inconclusive, but they confirm it. Wow. The officials probably didn't have no idea what to call. They didn't know the rule. 
Relax, relax, LSU, relax. You're rushing, rushing, rushing. You got two timeouts. Take your time. No, you just play football. You just line them up. Stop doing this stuff from the shotgun. Man, just calm down, relax. Sit. It's easy stuff. You play football. I mean, this stuff of trying to outthink yourself on the goal line makes no sense. You play football and you calm down. You relax. You take it easy. Great drive at the end of the half. Burrow, he looks incredible. He's definitely the front runner for the Heisman. If he pulls, it, pulls this off the rest of the game, it'll be an incredible victory for him. He has no end in sight. This LSU team could win the national title. Uh, they look complete. They're playing outstanding, and they got one of the greatest coaches in America. I, I was going to come back after the half, but, man, LSU just tacked on another touchdown. This is a domination. This is a domination. And Yurko from Yurko and uh, Carmen and Yurko show on ESPN Radio He's going to have two out of the three so far. He had the Gophers, the Tigers, and he's got the Bears in his parlay. And it looks like a complete domination going on. And these Alabama fans are about to cry. Wow. Wow. At this point, I want to talk to you about Chicagoland Men's Health. It's a testosterone therapy clinic here in Chicago, Illinois. Dr. Michael Koff, Dr. Mark Andahar. They've helped me with the process and learning about my testosterone and where I want my testosterone levels to be at and help me with uh, getting the idea and getting, and getting educated on what I, needed, I need to do for my own health. And I recommend that you go check them out. Give them a call. Get a blood test at least. Find out where you're at and get the process started. Tell them E. Marquez sent you. And check them out at uh, chicagolandsmenshealth.com. And the phone number is 312-888-5655. Let them know that E. Marquez sent you. We have a ball game going on now. The third quarter was more of the kind of LSU pushing back or, or, or being reluctant, kind of working the clock, working the clock, and then Alabama getting their footing, being able to bring their game, raise their game another level. Tua got hurt or is limping, which is slowing them down. And, and LSU is allowing Alabama to come right back in this game. And now they're getting they're in their fourth quarter, and LSU is up 33-27 with the ball and driving, and that's where we pick up. So at this point, you're going to want to lower the volume. Uh, the audio of the game is loud, projects loud. So lower the volume. You should be able to still hear me uh, as the game comes in and out. So go ahead and uh, adjust your volume right now. So I had I had the, the game running, but it overpowered my voice. So I'm going to do something later in the future to try to have the game lower. But this is a pretty good idea because I can run both apps on my phone. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, during that play... Or during that segment that I had to delete, um, LSU drove the ball down, got two key third downs, scored a touchdown. 
they relaxed, they scored a touchdown. Now they're up back, they're back up by two touchdowns. And um, there was a penalty on the on the play, and then we're going off to the next one. Let me see if I can lower the volume. How about we lower the volume? Coach. You know what? It's a great game to be in, a great robbery. I am so happy for the state of Louisiana. its offense. What does this do for his legacy as an LSU quarterback? Hey, you know, he's one of the best we've had here. But we still got four games left, and we're going down the road. We're going to try to win them every, every game, and we're going to bring a championship back to Louisiana. Clyde Edwards, Elair carried that Alabama group just now for the first down. How did that embody the toughness today? You know, Clyde is 6'4", 270, <laughs> and uh, he has a great mindset about himself. He has the heart of a champion. I am so proud of Clyde. Where can this team go from here, Coach? Let's see, we got to go beat them. So I had technical difficulties with the second half, yes, uh, of the recording. So I'm just gonna add in a synopsis of what happened. It, I got some little good. I got some good pieces, and I got Coach Ogeron with his uh, end of game interview. But the second half was more of Alabama not being able to stop LSU. Uh, the running backs taking over, both running backs, and LSU ultimately overcoming uh, the momentum that Alabama built up. It was a fun game. Uh, I didn't really have much reaction since I was on my way to the event that I was going to, but you hear me at the end when uh, the Ed Orgeron interview kind of stops and starts. But, yeah, ultimately it was a great game. It was a really fun and... Um, it was done well. It was good. I just thought that it was a first half game. And the second half didn't really have much emotion. But you can see how Alabama was trying, trying, trying to get through. But LSU could not be stopped. And that's how the game ended. So uh, thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you enjoyed at least the first half. And Ed Orgeron because he's the best. But this is the watch along. Um... I'm caught stealing with E. Marquez.